0: Duncan, you're putting down a box for Egwene. It's been a couple hours since you've come barreling through the portal and night is falling quickly and it's cold even though it's spring. Greengrass Festival was yesterday, but um, here in New Lone Tree, interior where the orcs live, it is cold. So everybody's scrambling to get their, la- their very important possessions inside the houses, which gratefully everyone has their houses still. Their homes and their businesses. Um, and you are, you've spent the last couple hours helping people. And, but over, under a tree, you see Etna, still exhausted from the amount of magic she had to pull off to make this possible. And Thorn's corpse is right next to her. What do you do? I think all
1: day, I've been trying not to look. I've been trying to keep myself busy. I've been mending wagon wheels. I've been lifting boxes and crates. I've been dishing out supplies. And now that it's getting darker, and that all the helping has sort of subsided, I'm finally... I have to look over, because I've been trying to busy myself all day. And I reach into one of the crates and I take out two cloaks and I walk over to the tree where they're staying.
0: Do you say anything? Um,
1: I take one of the cloaks and I lay it over Thorne, covering his body head to toe. I don't know if Eddie notices that or anything about that. And then I go over and I drape another cloak around Etni's shoulders.
2: Yeah. Um, I feel like... Etni's still kind of figuring out how to be emotionally right now. Um, she's She's a little bit introverted, like, as a person, so... You know, it's, it's not out of character for her to not necessarily be participating while everybody is getting settled and things like that. But she also feels like it's wrong to leave Thorn right now. So she's just been kind of in a... Trance sounds stupid, but, you know, she's just spacing out. And when the cloak falls over her shoulders... Um, she knows it's Duncan but she still like can't move so she just kind of keeps looking forward and says just a very quiet thank you
1: you should um you want to go inside it's cold and it's probably going to get colder
2: Etney looks up at the sky and it's very very pale blue just like that winter sunset color, where like almost like the sky could turn white before it even goes black. She just stares up at it and she says, "It does feel cold here. I, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna go inside tonight. I'm, I'm just gonna make a fire out here."
1: They've cleared out the log house. There's, they're making a stew. I mean, everyone's going to be in there. It's a lot warmer in there.
2: I, I can't really say much right now, and everybody's just going to be saying thank you, and I'm just going to have to say. I can't say anything back right now.
1: You don't have to say anything. I mean, they're scared, but they are thankful. And I think they'll feel a lot safer if you're in there with them. What about him? Um, listen, he, he'll be there tomorrow. Okay, and I, I don't want, there's gonna be orcs, okay? And he's gonna wa- he he would have wanted to be buried in an un- orc fashion, yeah. I'm imagining. I don't know how they do it. I don't wanna do anything.
2: I don't either.
0: So how long do you guys So what what do you what paint me the next couple minutes? What what happens next?
2: I feel like <clears throat> Etney It like does like a couple like laps around the general area to be sure that if Thorin was to be left there that it would be okay she's just super it's, al- it's almost like he's like her her central her like point of focus I guess like if she if she goes too far away she doesn't feel safe anymore um
0: it sounds to me like you're discerning realities yeah do you want to make that roll? sure so it's 2d6 Yep. plus wisdom What's your bonus to wisdom? Uh,
2: as of this moment, nada.
0: Um, you know what? Before we go f- a little further, I'm going to introduce a new mechanic for this season. Okay. Um, advantage and disadvantage. Um, if I think that the situation calls for things to be relatively easy or particularly difficult, um, I'll have you roll 3d6 when you make a move and take the higher two or the lower two. Okay. Um, I think you have advantage here. There's nothing... It, there's so many people milling about. Yeah. It's bright, brightly lit. People are like, they still have their strings of lights and torches that were for Greengrass Festival, and there is a slight celebratory mood.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh well, yeah, I didn't even think about that because I guess it, we're so
0: fucking bummed. Yeah, you guys are really <laughs> sad, but everybody else feels They're like, safe. Elite. They're a little scared and like freaked out about what happened, but they They're like, we're but alive, they got away. We're, we're alive. We're safe. We're so far away. Like yeah. mm, the the That's the tragedy point. is very private. For you too Exactly. So it's, I think you have advantage here. Cool. Etni. Okay. So,
2: let's trace. That is a six and a five.
0: All right. So that's an 11. So I'll read discern realities because it's been a minute. Indeed. <laughs> when you closely study a situation or person, roll plus wisdom. On a 10 plus, ask the GM three questions from the list below. On a seven to nine, ask only one. Take plus one forward and ask me the answers. Okay. Also, I have to answer truthfully, so.
2: Indeed. Just so you know. Don't be that guy. Um, and you get th- you
0: get three questions.
2: Yeah. I am gonna ask. What should I be on the lookout for?
0: Okay. Um. So, you're doing a circle around most of. Most of what we might call New Lone Tree or mm-hmm. Lone Tree in in, on the Serpent's Back Mountain Range, and so. There's just not a lot to tell here, so I'm. Gonna, this is just almost an excuse for me to give lots of description. got it. So you, as you do this whole circle, um, you notice that the basic layout of the town is there is a large stone keep up at the at the top of a hill ne- that leads into one of the more massive mountains you've seen. Okay. A river spills out from a cave um, near the keep uh, that kind of surrounds the town, but doesn't cut it off from anything. Hmm. Uh, There's a space that is very clearly where uh, the orcs' ruins were left. It's Mm -hmm. a bunch of, like, burned-out canvas and wood. Um, If you remember, a dragon is the reason that uh, people left here uh, 30 years ago. Um, The farms have been placed on the far side of the river. Um, There are... Most people's homes are haphazardly placed on the... um, closer, Closer to the keep and all of the shops and trading hub that was centered around the lone tree itself um are near are on the other side um away from on the other side of the ruins basically okay so you are kind of like that's the sense of the town there's the keep there's the homes there's the farms there's the trades and there's the ruins Mm -hmm. and like it's you did a really good job is the thing like i I think that's one thing i really want to like push forward first yeah is that like man, you just moved this all here. Mm-hmm. You didn't drop anything on top of one another. Nothing, like, is bursting out from the inside of something else. Yeah. Everybody's stuff got here. Nobody got injured on the pra- on the way. You did it. Yeah. The only downside is just like, this is probably not how you would have planned it out. Like, it's like, uh-huh. there's been no civic planning done here. It's all really <laughs> messy, and like, like, houses are not equally spaced apart sure, anymore. Like, yeah. it's, it's kind of weird, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Yeah. Um, and let's go to the next question here.
2: Okay. Yeah. So that's everything I'm taking in. Um. Let's see. What here is not what it appears to be?
0: You would get this. You would get this. There is way more dissatisfaction with the destruction of the tree than you expected. Even mm. as afraid of it as you were. Mm-hmm it's not it's it's not even close to 50 50 i would say like maybe every one in 10 every one in 20 people in this 400 person town Mm -hmm. is like clearly really pissed about what happened Mm -hmm. it's just that the intensity of that is Mm -hmm. a lot stronger than you expected Mm -hmm. um so like for all the celebration Mm -hmm. um there is some animosity, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of it that is very clearly directed at you. Mm-hmm. Um, people know who did this, mm-hmm. for better and worse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's about it.
2: Not that, that makes sense. Um, and what here is useful or valuable to me?
0: I'm going to just go really broad here. Yeah. Uh, that stone keep is of orc make. And okay. that's weird because um, you've been you've been to Scale Song. You've mm-hmm. been to Orcs Home. They had a similar building, but it was made out of wood and leather mm-hmm. and canvas. Mm-hmm. This one's made out of stone, but it's made in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's woven stone. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. like somehow they took strips of earth and mm-hmm. wove it together into this really big, castle sort of building. You get this feeling that it's one of a kind,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it clearly withstood dragon Dragonfire.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, also, you're you hung out with Thorn. Yeah. Thorn bragged about how cool the orc caves were. He never went into detail about what it was, but those are probably useful and valuable cool. in general. Um, you are also useful and valuable. Mm-hmm. You are a fire mage in the cold. Mm-hmm. That is a very valuable thing. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I think that's... I think, um... Oh, I'll go back to what here is not what it appears to be for just a second, because mm-hmm. um, I forgot this. Yes. Um... Just because it's cold does not mean Thorn's body's not going to rot. Right. You don't have a lot of time before right. something, unless you want to do some sort of magic or some mm-hmm. sort of, um, like embalming process. Mm-hmm. That that will get gross. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to like push on that, but mm-hmm. like, you want to wait, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you might not be able to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So I'll just like turn that back over to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what's I want to know what Duncan is doing while this while Etni is doing her walkabout.
1: Um, I think Duncan feels a little... He can sort of feel that
0: dissatisfaction as well. Maybe not as acutely as Mm -hmm. Etni can. Because none of it's directed towards you. Exactly. And most of the heroicism is... And, like, adoration is directed towards you, Duncan. Oh, okay. So a lot of the gratitude and the... Like, I think I would divide it up this way. Everyone who's dissatisfied blames Etni. Everyone who's really excited, um lays the credit for that at Duncan's feet, nobody really gets what Thorne did. Right. Because uh-huh. everything he did, he, he was doing all that sneaking around in the enemy camp and scouting. And uh, just he, just a a... he was Duncan's friend. He was, was Duncan's a... friend, and he was kind of an asshole in town. They didn't see what the intel he got. He, they uh-huh. weren't there on the bridge. So, like, you two are the ones that they see through all this. I, I, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And that's probably yeah. the vibe... And this big stew thing, where is that happening? Is that happening in the big stone house? I
1: think it's in the keep, yes. Yeah. So there's, they've lit some torches in there. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, they haven't cleared it out. It would probably take a while. But in a yeah. big room, they've got a good cook fire going. The and... bottom
0: floor is a huge big room. Okay. That looks basically for this purpose, yeah. explicitly. So it's like, easy. There might have even been a huge cauldron.
1: Uh-huh. So everyone is getting in there to eat a communal meal and yeah. sort of get warm. Yeah. And I think because everyone's gathering there, Duncan feels... Some sort of responsibility to address them, or mm-hmm. at least to be
0: there. You are the leader. I think this might might be the moment that strikes you, where like you remember you duelled Goldwyn. You uh-huh. are legally the leader of Lone Tree right now. Yeah, I think
1: like as I've been <laughs> unpacking supplies, people mm-hmm. have been asking me what they should do. Yeah, and that's sort of taking me aback Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, where do you want this? Yeah, or like, well, where should we go and do this? And
0: where should we put that? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, like I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, uh i guess over there that looks nice. we don't have a pub like they're like people are, like we don't have a pub anymore but we saved a lot of the booze where should we but like
2: mm-hmm.
0: where do you like they're like where should we put the uh-huh. booze like that's a question like that uh, uh roll that in that big stone keep okay we're just gonna <laughs> put it in the keep okay <laughs> we found a weird room with like just like a serpent statue in it is that okay it seems pretty closed off uh yeah keep that leave that leave the statue in? yeah leave the statue all right we'll be. put the booze next to the statue <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, <laughs> I hope that's not I hope that's not sacrilegious or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we can we can like get these images of these like this really nice meal. I think that like regardless of people's feelings, nobody can deny the fact that they got saved mm-hmm. and that yeah. things are peaceful here mm-hmm. and that it is really warm in this keep. Mm-hmm. I think people don't really go back to their houses yet because like mm-hmm. they're just still trying to figure out how to keep an individual house warm in this uh-huh. weather. Um, but Nobody's getting gonna get hurt right now. Everybody's safe. Um what's the next day look like? Um, so,
1: well in terms of Thorne's body.
0: Yeah. I think maybe we can cut to the next morning of okay. you, know, you guys like standing over Thorne's body deciding what to do here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cuz knee can relay all the information. Uh-huh. Right that, yeah.
1: Something has to be done. Yeah. So, I guess we have to keep it colder? Or we have to preserve it in some way?
2: Yeah, I mean, we can Obviously, I don't have the most experience with cold, or even snow. It,
0: it might actually be snowing this morning.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: If um, if we climb up the mountain a ways, we could put put him. Uh, yeah. Somewhere. I just feel like I don't want to. Do you think we should bury him?
2: Hmm. I. No. I think Thorne deserves his own keep. Do you want to um, bring him up to the top of the mountain
0: with me?
1: Yeah, let me see if there's if I'm needed anywhere.
0: Okay. Today. Um okay, so Duncan's going out to ask some people around town. Mm-hmm. Um and the truth is, Duncan. Yeah, you're needed everywhere, right? Okay. Like, yeah. You are gonna like you are gonna need to like say no. I have a thing I need to do, or mm-hmm. someone will drag you into some small something, something. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so that's kind of where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um. Etnie, while you're you're waiting for Duncan to get back, mm-hmm. um, two men come up behind you. Mm-hmm. Um. One, it, you, you recognize both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldwyn and Amber. Ah, okay. Um, and they're, like, standing really close to you. Okay. Um, like, they're, they're getting up in your face. mm mm-hmm. um, And, uh... Goldwyn leans down and says, mm-hmm. We're not gonna forget. Etni. You burned our tree. You ruined our town and you tried to enchant me. You're welcome here because Duncan wants you here. Don't forget that.
2: Believe me, Goldwyn, I don't need to stay and you should count your blessings that you have a life to remember right now. Duncan and I did that for you. Both of us.
0: Doesn't make what you did right. And like, they kind of like walk away. Um, Meanwhile, um, I think I think uh, Byron Bellows. The blacksmith? The blacksmith of Lone Tree. You're, who was supposed to teach you. I was um, supposed to be his um, apprentice. supposed to be his apprentice yeah. before you defeated Croc and became a paladin and all that. Uh-huh. He's, like... I think he's roped you into, um... Like, literally, like, dragging his forge back into his forge. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, like, you guys are, like, dragging it together. Uh-huh. And, like... You feel, like, a slight push on the back. And Egwene is, um... Is, is there helping you. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. um, And, like, you guys get it in. And, like, Byron claps you on the back and he says, Um, I think, uh think your mom wanted some. No, nope, nope. Um, Greg, Greg wanted something. Uh, oh, Greg, of course, Greg. <laughs> uh, he's just down the down the road in the, in the in the across the river in the farms. Um, okay, I think Duncan takes out a
1: scroll um, that he, in which he's been like jotting little notes of what everyone needs, and it's yeah. like covered in schematics and yeah. <laughs> like, notes and things crossed out and things checkmarked and it's like help the uh, old widow. Bethany. Bethany with her, like, <laughs> like pulling her wagon, help so-and-so moving yeah. their fence, help so-and-so fixing this.
0: Um, so you're going, and Egwene catches up to you. He's like, uh, hey, can I talk to you for a second?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, if it's, like, what's it going to take, like, a couple minutes? Because I'm yeah, 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 yeah. going to go.
0: Um, so uh, f- for listeners, Egwene it has red hair and, like, freckles plastered across her face. She's, um, she's wearing, uh, like... I would call them like sort of hunter's clothes now. She used to wear dresses but over the last couple of days uh, she's put on like these leathers and she's got a bow actually mm-hmm. and you're not sure where she found that. Um, <laughs> she's like hey um you doing okay? Oh yeah
1: uh, yeah well I mean it was hard getting that forge in there I think it was heavy. But, no um, Duncan. Was what?
0: You lost your friend.
1: Oh Thorn? Yeah. Well, yes, I did. That's true. That is true.
0: He would have been helping you with this stuff, huh?
1: Oh yeah, he would have been a great. He would have been a great help. But um, you know, <clears throat> just gotta do the best we can now. So can't really think about it too much. No time to dwell because there's you know people actually who are um, still here need a lot of help.
0: Um, I could help. I hope I could help you. I mean, like, yeah. I'm. Well, I'm a little more organized than you, and she gestures to your notes. No, She's no, like, I... I've, could I could organize that for you, and Aguain, I... I have a I very
1: specific take... filing system that I devised about a half hour ago, and it's been working very well for me. You see, the check marks mean things that I need to do, and the crossing <laughs> the line through is something that I have done but need to revisit, whereas these squares over on the little top corner of each line, I have forgotten what those
0: mean. I know they're important. <laughs> Okay, and like she she's like you know that leading is about delegating, right? Okay, I'll write that down. No, s- stop, that- stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> she's like I not everybody knows what you and Etney and Thorne actually did for us. They don't really hundred percent understand it. Um But I went I went with Thorne. I went out scouting. You didn't do this all by yourself, and Etney didn't ruin anything. She saved us. I'd like to do more for my town. And since you're in charge now, should I call you Lord Duncan now? Lord uh, Selma? Uh
1: I mean <laughs> well. Uh no, uh just Duncan's fine. in. Thank okay. you. <laughs>
0: um Maybe you need someone to start taking care of some things for you. Speaking for you. I I could do that. I've got a list of things to take care of right now. Gwaine... It's just that the last
1: time someone did something for me, he ended up dead. And I know this is not the same situation at all whatsoever, but I just... If I can... If I was stronger, if I was better, then none of this ever would have happened in the first place. And I can't ask you to do anything. This
0: is my home, too. Okay. I'll just check off the easy ones, okay? No, sorry. Cross them out. And then double, have you double check them later? You know, it actually might be better if you create your own system. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make a new system. And she takes the list and she's like, you go take care of something a little more important than these. Okay? Okay. Yes. Oh, um, can I borrow that? And she you remember that sash you had, um, Mm -hmm. with the secondary heroes, like colors on it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I borrow that? Well, what for? So they know that I'm speaking for you. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. Take that off and I give it to her. So she she puts that on and she's like, okay, I'm gonna go I'm gonna take care of some stuff for you.
1: Okay. And uh Egwene? A- yeah. Oh, thank you. Of
0: course. I'll see if I can have Ambert help us too. Oh, yes.
1: Uh, <clears throat> yes, your beloved Ambert. Yeah, that guy. Uh, she like kinda she
0: kinda like starts like walking off. Uh-huh. You're freed up though. <laughs> <laughs> So
1: I think I do have something really important to take care of. So I think I go over to Thorn and at me,
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, I I took the the cloak that you you put on him. I I, I made kind of a stretcher. I this, this should hold at least for a little while. Are you ready?
1: Uh, as I'll ever be.
0: Okay. Uh, why don't you roll a Defy Danger Strength, Duncan? And, Etnie, do you want to aid here? Yes. What's your bond with Duncan? Do you have any left? Or are they, or do we want to just kind of, like, leave bonds blank for now and kind of let them ruminate for a little while?
2: Well, my last bond with Duncan was, like, my favorite. All right. And that is, Duncan may not stay with me. I will try with all my might to keep him.
0: Ooh. Mm. And you're down a friend.
2: Yep.
1: Do I say I,
0: my bond with that or that's a different thing? No, that's, that's a different okay. thing. So, Taylor rolls first, so we can see... <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> well,
1: you're understandably a little tired. I mean, yeah, you're, you're so still tired. W- still. you're still uh-huh. wiped out yeah. from yeah.
0: from the ritual that's happened. Yeah. Oh, Emotionally, what, you, what was that roll,
1: by
2: the way? Total <laughs> three plus one equals four. One.
0: <laughs> plus your one bonds, that's five. Hey, you rolled a six. Mark <laughs> okay. XP. Okay, tight. <laughs> um, so. Um, so that's one six. So I'll make a move in a minute.
1: Um, oh, okay. You can get hurt for not being able to aid. She rolled oh. a six. I get to make a the, move way, the way. As hard as I oh, want. The way you nodded was so <laughs> diabolical.
0: Okay. All right, bub. What's your bonus that's to that's strength? 29. Three. So, so I got a twelve. Oh, you got a twelve. Holy moly. Um. So. I just bench press that stretcher. Yeah. A so you times. guys, so you you guys like make your way up the mountain. Yeah. Are you going all the way to the top?
2: Barely.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I mean, as far as where we can... It's allowed before it's, like, too steep or too difficult. Or there's churches. actually a
0: really clear path all the way to the top. Uh, I guess Eight. that makes sense. A yeah. whole
1: village has lived there for a there's long a time. There's a very clear path.
0: Okay. Cool. Um, Halfway up... um, Eddie, you rolled the five, so I'll say <laughs> you see this. Yes. You see a small bat-winged creature way off in the distance. How small? Well, it looks to be hundreds of leagues oh, away. Oh, so, so it's only small it's because only small of because the distance. Of distance. Tight. Oh. You see it spit- circle around once and then go back into some other mountains quite a ways away, but... Oh my god. You see a dragon.
2: Holy shit!
0: Thorn was not lying to you.
2: Oh no, oh. okay.
0: Um, When you get up to the top, there's another one of those... Uh, <laughs> Statues with the serpent on it, Mm -hmm. Um, and like you, as you get up closer and closer to the top, there's less and less snow. Actually, interesting. Which is weird because this mountain was white capped. Right. Uh So you get as you go up, it's warmer and warmer, um, heat radiating from the ground up. Um, And when you get very close to the top, you suddenly realize the white cap is not ice; it is not snow. The mountaintop is a massive crystal. Um, hmm. refracting and bending light. So you get to the shrine, and this is like a dirt path, but there's no more dirt up here.
3: Hmm. Like okay. you
0: actually probably can't bury him here. Right. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. That that yeah. wasn't that wasn't any plan anyway. No.
0: And so like you get up here, and um, there's the shrine, and the, there's the there's the big crystal. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Can I can I reach out to my gods to see if they can hear me here or? I can feel their presence. Oh, in you any can!
0: Way. Yeah, you can feel their presence. Okay. Yeah, you can feel their presence. Neat. Um, do you want to make a cast a guidance spell or something? I would actually, yes. Um, so that's a cleric in spell, my cleric correct? Move, yes. Um. Oh, you get the nice
1: ASMR of ruffling <laughs> paper. Ruffling paper. So what is this? Well, guidance? this is this is just a rope. So I. Um, oh, it's just a rope. yeah. The symbol of your deity appears before you and gestures towards the direction or course of action your deity would have you take, then disappears. The message is through gesture only. Your communication through this spell is severely limited. Me. So I think...
0: Which god are you t- asking? Because you have two. Lady Mira and Yzma. Who are you asking here? I think that's important.
1: Um, can we reestablish what they cover specifically? <laughs>
0: yes, yes, we absolutely can. Um, Give me just a moment here. All right. Yzmal um, is the god of justice, the light of the world, and nature. Um, he's often considered a moral uh, moral judge. He's a defender of the small things. He's portrayed generally as a man w- uh, with a sword and a shield. Um, and he's always portrayed as having a really close relationship with Lady Mira, um, hmm. who is your other deity. She is the goddess of life and healing. Um, she's a healer at heart and a defender of the wounded in body, mind, or soul. Um, mm. And you have an amulet of each of them. Uh, one from your... The Yzma was from when your time at the Peak and uh, Lady Mira's uh, amulet you got when you were in Caspin um, visiting the Houses of Healing um, with wounded soldiers. So, does that answer your Yes, question?
1: yes, thank you.
0: Um, so who are you asking for guidance here?
1: Um... What do you think, Etni?
2: I think either are appropriate.
1: Yeah. Wh- wh- what, are you, know.
2: what are you What searching I, for?
1: I want to ask where, because it's just gesture only. Yeah. I want to know where can we let Thorn's body rest? Mm-hmm. Do we go closer to the crystal spire or mm-hmm. do we go back down the mountain? Sure. A little bit. I'm looking for a gesture one way or the other. Okay. Um,
2: Probably i would honestly say lady mira then because thorne died a very broken yeah wounded
1: body mind and soul yeah okay Ismals also though a god of nature
2: right i don't know if which the orcs are very like even as orkin thorne is very like
1: nature focused yeah With the earth.
0: So, Lady Mira, is that what I'm hearing? I'll ask Lady Mira, I think. So, I think your eyes glow a bright blue for just a brief second. Is that her colors? That's her colors. Um, and I think both, um, of your guys' lighter clothing, Mm -hmm. um, like, thinner fabrics ruffle a little, Mm -hmm. as if there was wind. Yeah, I'm I'm not wearing my armor. No, no, um, but, like, if you're wearing, like, anyone who's wearing leather, it wouldn't ruffle, but, Mm -hmm. like, cotton or something, Mm -hmm. silk would, like, ruffle a little. Um, Lady Mira, I think you see, okay, I think a little, like, the sun shifts for out from behind a cloud, mm. and the light glints in a really weird way off of um, the very peak of the, of, of, of the mountain, um, revealing a crevice, a crack in the crystal, hmm. um, and I think that's the what you get. How
1: big is the crack?
0: Quite large. Big enough for a person. A body size? Yeah. <laughs> a body size crack? <laughs> Probably a bit bigger than that, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, oh, um, I think also uh, at the same time, Etni, your fingers tingle mm. and warm at the tips, like mm. when you're using your um, your handcrafted ability. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you didn't turn that on. Someone mm. else turned that on. <gasps> <full> <gasps> cool. Tight. Sick. Uh, yes. Cool. Neat. So. Okay. That's that's all I'll give you from Lady Mira. Well, let's have a
1: quick lunch. Maybe, <laughs> well, let's pack some of our ready-made food and sit there and just look at this view.
2: Okay. I'm done. Maybe
1: make sure that um, Thorne's alright. Yeah. Because I'm worried that maybe if we put his body, he'll disappear forever, and I don't want to not see... it. I'm not ready for that just yet. Aww. Or maybe he'll be there, and it'll be very anticlimactic. <laughs> <agnostic. laughs> so I think Etney and I just sort of hang out for a couple minutes. Yeah. And then I,
0: then we're ready.
2: Yeah.
0: Alright. Um so you place him in in the in the crack in the crystal yeah um, and his body's just resting there mhm um, i don't i think he... Do you think we should take his jacket or should we leave it
1: on him
2: let's leave it
1: but then we don't have anything to remember him by but
2: what, what did thorin have as far as like
1: well we we he, we left pretty much. We only took him. None of his gear or anything. Well,
2: yeah, but, like, as far as accessories.
0: um, He had a bunch of, like, really audacious coats. <laughs> right. Um, but he gave Etney his bone dagger. And right. he gave her his jacket, originally. Right. And Thorne didn't carry stuff. Mm-hmm. He, he had his sword, which he prized quite a bit, but... He's only got the scabbard um on his hip. Uh
2: What about like a belt?
0: Or like a um I just don't think he had he just didn't have that much. Mm-hmm. He, he like he for a while he had his wand, but mm-hmm. he broke and threw that away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um You
1: know, what? I'll take the scabbard. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the scabbard. Yeah. And then maybe one day we can craft a blade that
0: mm-hmm. cuz you guys left there. that yeah. played in John Bellen's chest. Yeah.
1: Or we'll, chest. F- or we'll <laughs> yes. Or we'll find Fuck Yeah, we did. God you're goddamn right we did. <laughs> <laughs> that man dead on the ground. Um but maybe we'll recover the sword or we'll get a sword that can fit in there at yeah. some point.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh anything else?
2: I think Etney um I was getting very, I don't know, because, like, I'm obsessed with Avatar, so everything I think about it is, like, reflected in Avatar. Mm-hmm. I think that, similar to in the first season, when they're in that town, with the giant volcano and everything, there's, like, these really beautiful flowers that grow, mm-hmm. like, year-round because of the warmth. Yeah. Um, Like, near the crystal top. Yeah. I feel like Etney just kind of, like, picks a couple, and they're, like multicolored flowers like some of them are like pink and orange and some of them are like green and purple and Mm -hmm. like just really multicolored and she picks a couple and she's just kind of lining where thorn is sitting
0: Mm -hmm.
2: with all these flowers and like with everyone that she picks she just kind of was like really taking in thorn
0: um, do you use handcrafted to close the crack?
2: Yes, but very carefully.
0: Okay. As you're doing that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, your fire is orange.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so like your veins glow on your on your arms and like your fingertips are glowing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then it gets ho- like it gets hotter and hotter mm-hmm. until it's like this searing blue.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you seal up the crack. Mm-hmm. And when you seal up the crack... Um, you look down and, like, he's not there. Hmm. Um, and you guys are, like, standing on right next to that shrine. And if you, like, look down, he's under the shrine now.
2: Oh, interesting. But you can see
0: the, you can see his corpse. Yeah. Does he look like he's at peace? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it, you're the only people there. Yeah. You know? Um, Do you start heading down the mountain? When do you start heading down the mountain?
1: Because you can't live here forever. Yeah, I think I'm ready to go right then.
2: Well, I feel like Edney, like, holds Duncan's hand.
1: Aw, yeah. I think we hold hands when we walk
2: down. She, like, makes a joke. She's like... Does does that hurt? I can't tell when it stops. (laughs)
0: If you were to cross the ocean west of the continent of Sarin you would hit one of two islands. Either the Isle of Yore, which is farther north, or you would hit the Isle of Anto, which is the home of the elves. And most likely than not, the first port you would see would be Breakshore Palace, home of the breakwater elven noble family. In this particular palace, on this particular night, When, across the sea, in a small town called Lone Tree, the tree was on fire. A young man, elven man, by the name of Brimgar, was standing on a balcony, having just escaped a throng of men and women hoping to land an advantageous marriage with him. Sam, what's Brimgar up to?
3: I think Brimgar is just kind of taking in the air. I think he's he's sitting across. Um, he has long-ish, about shoulder-length, dirty blonde hair. It's kind of messy. Um, but he's standing out on the balcony of the, of the palace, uh, looking basically across the port, slightly below, but looking across the ocean, just taking in the sea air. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, he's had a very busy night as far as... Um, Working with uh, politicians and you know being courted and things like that, that he is just kind of taking a break and taking in you know a moment of solitude and peace.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a beautiful night too. Like it's <clears throat> it's early spring, um, but it's already it's a warm night, um, and the whole city surrounding the palace is like up in lights. Like this is a party that is in this ballroom in the castle in your home, but it kind of is spread out like. Hey, if our rulers are throwing a party, we're gonna throw a party in the town. Yeah, you know, and and so like the castle's decorated in lights. There's um, music spilling out in into the night air, just violins and 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 horns going. Very it's
3: peaceful it's, summer breeze, you, almost.
0: Almost like it's like you can feel June can, coming, so yeah. to speak. You, know? you can it's, hear the waves crashing against the you know the cliffs below. Yeah, and, and this and this ball was thrown not for you. Despite the fact that you, as a member of the uh, the Breakwater family, which is one of the most powerful elven houses in all of Anto, and by extension, all of Saren, uh, it's not thrown for you. It's thrown for your, your brother, who's roughly your age. Um, his name's Fenlin. He's the, sort of, the heir apparent to your, to your adopted father's throne, so to speak. And he's supposed to really be courting tonight, like... You, you're a second prize, but still... A second prize still with your family metal. is... Yeah, yeah, silver... Like, don't turn your, your nose up, at silver medal. Yep. And you've just managed to escape. Um, uh, but unfortunately, your sister is a little less lucky. Your sister, uh, Veya, is across the room. And she's trying desperately to make eye contact with you because she is surrounded um, by a group of, like, overdressed, very pompous, like... Um, uh, elves from like branch families, and um, even maybe one from one of the other large tree families. Um, and she's like trying to catch your attention. What do you do?
3: Uh well, I think uh, Brimgar. He kind of he's taking his time a little bit. I think he's he's had a lot of what <laughs> she's having right now. Yeah, and I think he doesn't necessarily feel like he has to save her right away.
0: Yeah, so she's she like. <laughs> So your, your sister, uh, Vaya um, is is um, how you call her. Um, she's got, like, black hair and these really piercing green eyes that, like, you can almost see from, like, halfway across a ballroom. Like, you can mm-hmm. see the sparkle of green. Um, and she's wearing, like, big, huge, dangling earrings. And she, uh, um, she just, like, kind of stamps her foot a little bit. Like, get over here. I need to talk to you. Yeah. In fact, you know what? Um, she signs that to you. Um, your sister uh, was born deaf. Um, she has magical enchanted earrings to let her hear, but uh, when you were children, she couldn't be wearing earrings all the time. So you both learned sign language, and she signs you get over here, please. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't sign back, but I kind of I kind of look at her.
3: I make eye contact with her so that she knows that I see her. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's kind of a twinkle and. Rimgar's brown eyes, and he's it's relatively it's handsome. He's pretty tan, you know. <laughs> he's he's got that little bit of a mischievous look, and he uh, kind of chuckles to himself, and uh, just kind of slowly saunters over, you know, making sure to check on the food, and you know, kind of maybe say hi to a couple people on the way. But he slowly makes his way over until uh, eventually he is uh, in the same group as Veya and he kind of splits the tide of the people uh, courting her and says excuse me gentlemen I'm going to have to borrow my sister for just a minute
0: you know what that kind of sounds like a defy danger with charisma to me yeah that's that's fine (laughs) um with the danger here being that you're gonna I don't know insult some people um because maybe you're not the maybe you're not even the silver medal. You might be the bronze medal. I think your sister who's oh, I'm definitely the bronze medal. Yeah, your, your sister's the actual. Silver and it's here. only
3: because my brother is
0: not old enough yet. So your younger <laughs> brother is not old enough. Yeah. So why don't, yeah, why don't you roll that with um, this is pretty easy for you though. Like you're, you're her brother. You can do this. Like socially speaking. So yes. why don't you take advantage here? Okay. Uh, which is a mechanic as GM of uh. Return to Saren. I'm introducing where he can roll three d6, take the higher two, and add his charisma bonus. Which is what's your charisma bonus?
3: Uh, my charisma bonus is a plus two, so All right. relatively high. Relatively high. Oh, that Holy doesn't, doesn't matter. That God. does not matter. That was a good roll. Up. That was a that's a, six a good start it. to the season, baby. Let's go. <laughs>
0: that was a six and a six and a five with a plus two. So what's that? A fourteen.
3: Yeah. Um. I think. Y- uh, Brimgar kind of have, has a control, like a, he has a mellow controlling aspect to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, in a, a very sizable aspect of confidence and he just kind of walks in and says it and doesn't really give anybody else a glance and just acts like, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: Yeah. And the, and the other, and the other nobles who were, um, let's be real, they were like political flirting with your sister. They kind of just like back away and like go dance, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, Veya, she takes your arm, and she's like, Thank you. You could have been a little quicker, you know.
3: Well, I... You know, I've had my share of courting today. I figured it was only fair that we both suffer a little bit.
0: Well, you know what? I don't... I don't agree. Also, I need... Just... Did you find... Did anybody you like? No. Yeah, no.
3: Of course not. Yeah. You never find anyone you like at these balls. It's all just politics i mean eventually you know i might be married off to someone but who's to say that that you know will uh, well actually hmm. yeah now that i think about it i i do need to find someone eventually
0: yeah but you know just because you're adopted doesn't mean you're less right
3: yeah i, I know i know i mean i i just i uh i feel like i have to prove myself in a way I have to do something. I have to go somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've been saying that
3: our whole lives. And of course, <laughs> I have, and I stand by it. And he's kind of leading
0: her towards the towards the balcony again because yeah. I think that that's like his. It's it's a safe place. Yeah. yeah. And she's just kind of going with you. She probably like swipes like a uh, like a, f- a flute of champagne or a pair, one for each of you. Yeah. Um, off off of a tray as you guys are going, um, and she's like, "Yeah, I know, but like." You also have a responsibility here. And I, I, I know you're not... I know Fenlin is going to be in charge. Well, of course. But... Y-
3: y- yes, but exactly. Exactly. I need, to, I need to go. I need to do something different. I need to well, find my f- potential. Right. I can't just if be can- captain of the guard or the army or whatever. Well, what's wrong with being any of those? It's just I, I know I can do more.
0: What could be more than serving a family I, who's loved you?
3: Yes, and I will always love my family back, but and maybe one day I will be one of those things. But first I need to explore new frontiers. I want to see I want to see the culture of the dwarves. I mean, Togruff he always he always talks about it and you know, I've I've always wanted to travel and I I feel like my chance is what I need to do is I need to go make my own name for myself. So when I come back, I no longer feel like I have to prove myself to a group of people. And I know, I know what you're going to say. You don't have to prove yourself to me, Brim, or, you know, whatever it might be. But as much as that is, I want to prove myself to the to the family as a whole. I mean, you know how it is. Well, I mean, you don't know how it is. But you, under- you have to understand where I'm coming from. I hear from. you. I hear you. Just... I don't want to be forever known as the one who rests in the tree of breakwater. I want to be in the tree of breakwater as an honorary member. And I feel like to do that, I have to go pursue my own destiny.
0: She, like, chuckles at you. And she, like, reaches up, and unless you stop her, she, like, tucks, like, a little bit of of hair behind your ear. And she's like, look, just because... I I untuck it. (laughs) I think she like huffs just the <laughs> slightest bit, like, like she pro she's probably the one who picked out your outfit, by the way. Um, yeah, what is my outfit? I don't know.
3: What is it? I feel I like mean, it's like a, it's it doesn't have a lot of frills. I feel like no. It's, she knows better than give you frills. Yeah, no she pro- frills. No, nah,
0: like if, I'm imagining um, like
3: I look uncomfortable for yeah, sure. Yeah, like man. it's a
0: long <laughs> coat probably. Yeah, like maybe black. Yeah, um, like. With, like, silver trim. Yeah, like, I
3: think maybe there's, like, a touch of blue and, like, maybe white a big going blue, through it. Yeah. Like a
0: big blue and white sash, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I bet she's wearing a dress that's all the blue and white. Yeah. Um, and she's like, okay, you, you're never gonna have, <sighs> you know what, you, you did say it, and I know it, Cinna knows it, hell, you're right, Cho'Graph <laughs> knows it too, and so does Father. And Finland will understand, too, eventually. Where is he? I haven't seen him. This whole thing is for him.
3: Yeah, it is kind of strange. Where I, is your brother? Well, I remember uh, after we sparred earlier today, he had mentioned something about uh, about having a great night or something along those lines. Oh, I'm hoping no. that he didn't... No, no, no. Not again. No, I mean, go find I'm the last him. Go person... Find him. I'm the last... Go
0: find him.
3: Fine, fine. I'll go hold down try the fort and find here. Him.
0: I'll go find father and keep him... Out of trouble. Okay. Hey. Watch yourself. You know I don't need that. (laughs) I know, but it's
3: never going to stop me from saying it.
0: (laughs) That's fair. And she, like, goes... She goes off and, like, probably, like, catches, like, your... You see, like, your father, Saitel Oberyn, who, who... Of... Of tree breakwater who, who adopted you raised you who comes in and makes it an immediately like very like full presence into the ball yeah who's I'm definitely sure. looking for your brother yeah. <laughs> yeah and like she comes in and distracts him and she's like doing like thumbs over her shoulder like go find him um I, this sounds like discerning realities to yeah me. okay perfect so that's a role plus wisdom all right so give me that discern realities okay so this is two two dice, correct? It's no no advantage here. Just tell me what tell me what Brimgar's doing to like find to to find um to find Fenlin, his brother. Well, I think uh, what
3: he does best is uh, kind of get information and like lead other people. <laughs> uh huh. So I think he's kind of socially finding his way yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, and like moving like...
0: through the room socially, like maybe you even do like a dance, like so yeah. get full mm-hmm. scope of the room. Yeah, cool. exactly. So when you discern discern realities, when you closely study a situation or person, roll plus wisdom. On a ten plus, ask the GM three questions from the list below. On a seven to nine, ask only one. Take plus one forward when acting on the answers. So let's get that roll, and then I'll list read off the questions. Um. So that's gonna be plus one, right? Yeah. So that's gonna be eight. Okay. So you're gonna get one question from this list. Um, what happened here recently what is about to happen what should I be on the lookout for what here is useful or valuable to me who's really in control here what here is not
3: what it appears to be well I think that it'd probably be most beneficial for me to do something like um, what happened here recently or what should I be on the lookout for so I think I'm going to go with what happened here recently okay so
0: here's what you notice pretty quickly so there's some so let me give let me lay out a couple things because we've been we've been kind of just going through here, but and correct me if I'm wrong, because we've discussed this when we were making Brimgar, but mm-hmm. Elven families work this way. There's a number of large main families that rule all of Anto together in kind of a loose at best coalition. Yeah. And those families are called trees. Mm-hmm. And each tree has smaller families associated and bound to it um, that are called branch families. One of the most prominent branch families uh, of of your your tree, which you're adopted into, uh, which is Tree Breakwater, correct? Yes. Is um, uh, branch Warm Cotton, and the uh, the the sort of the heir of the Warm Cotton family. Her name is uh, Usiel Ayama. Uh, She is. Kind of, she's not exactly a guest of honor, but she's a notable guest. Yes, she's not in the room either. And since you're his brother, and he probably told Veia or Sina, and they definitely told you, Usiel Ayama and your and your brother F- Fenlin uh, are are super in, in like a semi-secret relationship. Um, But that's not a strategic—that's not a strategic match even a little bit. The warm cotton family and your family are just tight. They're just like that, you know. Yeah. um, I cross my fingers. No beneficial. (laughs) It's not. It doesn't push the family forward if you the if that is like the match. Um, So you're fairly certain that maybe they've run off together, probably back to Fenland's room. Um, God damn it, Fen.
3: I can't believe I have to do this again. And he, and he walks out the <laughs> he walks out the ballroom door and kind of makes his way to um, makes his way to his brother uh fenlin or as he
0: calls him fen yeah uh his room so along the way i i I like the idea that the castle because everything's been so brightly lit with all this music and all like suddenly you like you leave and it's like very quiet and like it's blue dark night time and like the like the the rest of the castle is not super well lit so like you kind of hear bootsteps as you're going um and you can hear you can hear them like a hallway away before you like catch up to them what what do i hear though um. Like, uh, you hear you hear you hear like definitely a woman giggling like yeah. th- it's definitely the sound of a couple of people who are sneaking away having a lot of fun with that and they're definitely like getting 20, romantic. they they're getting romantic they're about twenty <laughs> minutes away from hooking up like okay. like that's like clothes are definitely still on but clothes are getting disheveled if that makes sense and then I think you hear a door open and close okay. um and you come up to Fenland's room um. Yeah. Uh, a knock. Um, I feel like there's like eight, like it goes dead silent, brother. <laughs> and then I and then I push on the door. <laughs> I'm coming in. <laughs> I think you hear too, just like very just like, <sighs> like yeah, just like heavy sighs and like I know that you and are Fenlind, not and ten. like and like you come in and like Fenland's like halfway to the from the bed to the door and like. Um, Warm Cotton, she's, like, lying on the bed. Like, she's, like, fully clothed, but she definitely, like, looks... She gives you, like, a long look, like, are you fucking serious right now? And, like, Fenn comes up to you, and um, he says, Yes, Imtel Brimgar?
3: Okay, well, first of all, no need for the formal names. Uh, I think we're all talking as friends here. Nice to see you, Aya. And uh,
0: she's like, I've... Lord Imtel Brimgar, I'd, I'd much prefer if you uh, refer to me as uh, Lady Usil, um, if that's fine with you. And she's, like, probably buttoning up the top of her dress and, like, standing. I, I give her, like, three seconds of eyebrows. I go, okay,
3: Usil. And she, uh, like, and
0: she like <laughs> sneaks past you out the door, so it's just you and your brother?
3: Fen, you know that I don't like to do this. This is not... In, in, I want to just say that via put it up... To, Put me up to this
0: again. Well, Vea should fucking stay out of my business. Well, I can't help if Vea doesn't want to be in your
3: business. I'm just trying to help the family and you understand why why we have to step in in these situations. I didn't ask
0: for this fucking ball, Brim. No, I know you didn't. So why can't I just... Look, not everybody everybody is as fucking lucky to be in the shade as you are. Okay, well, listen. First you of all, to, being in the do shade the is... You the fuck you want. And I can't even...
3: All right, Fen. I like Ayama. Fen, I... So, I feel like uh, Brim's face got kind of dark for a little bit when he mentioned the whole shade thing. Yeah. I think that, at some extent, Fen recognized that, that yeah. he was going to be uncomfortable F- with
0: that. Fen did that to try and make you feel a little yeah. bit. You're... Your brother and you have, like, a kind of tense relationship. It's still brotherly. It's still brotherly. Like, this is definitely, like, he's definitely not, like, he's nowhere near close to punching you in the face or anything, but he's, it's hard. It's hard for him because on some level, you have a level of freedom that he doesn't. Yes. You know? Well, Um, I think mine also, I probably... He has a level of privilege that you do not have. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, like it's, it's a grass is always greener situation, right? Like, if you were dating Warm Cotton, that wouldn't be a problem. And so he's like, can't you just let this go? I know the ball's for me, but come on. Thinks
3: about it for a while. Alright. Just don't tell Dad. If you disappear again tonight... I won't. Okay. I'll tell you what. I can buy you, at most, 30 minutes time. I'm going to do my best. Well, she's
0: gone already, so well too little too late man just don't tell dad okay oh no don't worry all right no no need for him to know fucking fine do i look presentable again
3: yes you look great
0: stunning actually (laughs) he says he says very sarcastic yeah (laughs) it's like oh fuck you and like goes off to like like to the ball and like maybe maybe like love you too (laughs) like i i yeah he's just you know he probably doesn't even respond to that is that a good place to like yeah, move along? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. All right. Well. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Intermission here on the Level One Podcast. You're here with me, Dane, in the Intermission. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us that you listen to our show. We spend a lot of time and energy making it happen and we love making it for you. So thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. That's where you'll find maps uh, and updates about the show. You can also send us questions at level1pod at gmail.com. That's level number1pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us if you haven't already. Uh, It helps us with visibility and helps new people find the show. And since the main thing we're doing is building an audience, that's the best thing you can do to help us out if you like our show. Thanks, as always, to Sage LaTora and Adam Kobel, who designed Dungeon World. Uh, Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook. Peter Johansson, who designed the Warlord and Baron playbooks. Uh, Additional thanks to TabletopAudio.com for creating all the soundscapes you hear on the show. Go check them out. They'll help your tabletop role-playing experience as a GM. The Quiet Year was designed by Avery Alder, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, that looks to be just about it for the intermission. Uh, We're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. Let's get back to the show.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, and welcome back to Level One Podcast.
0: <laughs> My name is Sam, and I am playing Brim. And uh, I'm Dane, and I am your GM for season three. Welcome back to Saren. <laughs> We're it's here exciting. for the role-playing, not so Something much the rolling. rolling, but we're fucking back to Dungeon World. I'm very excited
3: for this. Uh, I think you guys, we, I've been waiting so long to talk about this, but you guys are going to be very excited for this season, and I think you will also be very excited for my character. <laughs> now, depending on when this is playing, you might be like, well, this what might happened be, to-
0: This might be the middle of, a, of, of an episode. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> you um, might be like,
3: well, what happened to Thorn? And I'll tell you what.
0: I I don't know either. <laughs> uh, I I as GM have some ideas, but we haven't played it out yet. So, but yeah, I'm I, I I am I hate to break it to anybody who was hoping that for some sort of resurrection or something something. He dead. He dead. <laughs> he dead. <laughs> he gone. He's he he's gone. He's he's. I don't know if he's in a better place, but he's he's not here, and I am the GM now. And I am really excited for Sam to be playing a character. Um, I'm excited too. So real quick, I, w- I just kind of want to give a quick rundown of what we're doing here at the beginning. So Sam and I uh, we're, did a lot of work on building his character because... A lot of work. Because... Um, Multiple meetings. <laughs> yeah. Partially because uh, there's a whole season of Duncan and Etney. <laughs> And we needed to kind of, like, like do the back work early, so to speak. So, yeah, we really had
3: to flesh out yeah. Brim a lot more than we had to flesh
0: out any so, other character. So the the thing that I'll say is, um... F- so Sam and I are doing a one-on-one game to do to cover a year in Brimgar's life. Um, so that we get to, get to know him, we get to know his family, his situation... Um, before he goes and joins the rest of the secondary heroes. Um... You want to give a quick uh, additional introduction to Brimgar, yeah? Um, real quick before we. So I do because I th- because one I think it's important
3: that when you're listening to a podcast that we go over things multiple times, even though we yeah. did talk about a lot in that we last did...
0: role play m- playing bit. I'm a little proud of how much we hit. Honestly, yeah, we, hit a, we hit a lot. We hit almost everything. So,
3: <laughs> um, now I'll, I'll I'll talk about my character first. So I'm playing Brimgar Intel. Now you might nope, be like, you got it backwards. Oh, Intel Brimgar. Good lord, you'd think that I would know my own character. (laughs) Uh, So I'm playing Imtel Brimgar, and the rest of his title is Who Rests in the Shade of the Tree Breakwater. Now, you might be like, that's a long name, and you're right.
0: (laughs) So most people will call him Brim or Brimgar.
3: Yes, exactly, and Imtel is like my formal name. Imtel
0: Brimgar, so Yeah. You keep yeah. going. I'm in sorry, a formal I'm situation, someone. Yeah, no, no, totally <laughs> fine.
3: In a formal situation where someone has to refer to me, you know, formally, they will call me Intel. But most of the time, my character will be known as Brim or Brimgar, and who rests in the shade of the tree breakwater. Uh, I don't know if you caught it, but my character Brim is adopted. So he he was adopted as a very young child by his by his father, who is the uh, head of the family breakwater. Yeah, uh, king for lack of a better word of Breakwater uh, Lord, know. Lord, yeah, Lord. And I think the be- head of the tree. Uh, yeah, head which is of the, the tree. word for family. Yeah, um, and he is—he's pretty well built. He's like about six two, uh, yeah, maybe like six two, six three ish. He's got shoulder length dirty blonde hair and uh, kind of sharp looking brown eyes, which is a, a very large reflection of his siblings, who are all almost black haired with green eyes
0: yep and you have a brother who's roughly your age yes who you that his name's Fenlin. you have kind of a cold ish relation a rivalry a rivalry a sibling rivalry with him you have an older sister named vea yeah um and they all have full f- uh formal names as well but we will just go with what they'll normally be called um and she your 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 adoptive mother uh passed when you were quite young yes like, um, just after your youngest brother, Sina, was born. Um and so Veya kinda like she's mother E, but not of she didn't go full mom, she's just like trying to take care of half you. mom, yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. And then your father, Saitel o- Obrin. Um, that's his formal name. Um Yeah, so my relationship with him is that you know, he cares about me very much. He did adopt you. He's the one yeah. who picked you out. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And so, so you have a pretty good relationship with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I would almost
3: say very good.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I think I think I think we I think at least like with Vea in particular. Yeah. Vea, your father, your younger brother, I would go to yeah. saying like outside of Duncan and his mom, probably best family relationship on the show. Oh. Almost definitely. <laughs> we haven't I mean. we haven't met Thorne's dad or anything, but like Thorne didn't really have any. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, so that's kind of the kind of the gist you have a um and we'll introduce other npcs as we go
3: yeah and i think i think i should probably talk about my class a little bit as well right
0: i think you should yeah
3: um so i am playing a custom or a custom made wait i don't what's the word for it Um, Homebrew. homebrew
0: community made yeah community um,
3: made class called the warlord yeah is don't worry guys it's balanced we we looked through it trust me i'm not going to be you know chopping people's heads off every other second no but yeah. I'll I'll spare you the details, but the main part of it is that uh, I am basically uh, I guess a war leader or a
0: battle leader, a battlefield whatever. commander. Yeah, a battlefield someone, commander. Yeah. Someone who can pull together a group of people to fight even under the most dire circumstances uh, has a knowledge of battlefield tactics. Can inspire people.
3: Yes, he's very he's very inspirational to like his quote unquote troops. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of his main focus. Is that he's like he's very good at uh, he's very good at rallying people, not necessarily only to war, but sometimes his cause. That's kind of the basis of the character that I'm playing. Um, and he is generally very charismatic, and he's also a decent fighter. So yeah. that's kind of what most of his his weaker uh, his weaker parts are strength and intelligence. So <laughs> um, that's kind of the gist of his character.
0: Uh, I can't think. Is there anything else I need to cover, Dan? i think we've gotten to the to most of it we'll introduce other npcs as we go you'll get a better sense of of brim's family as we play through the and year him. Yep. yeah um yeah um and we'll and don't worry about how he gets all the way from the isle of onto by the way go to our twitter and check out the map to see how fucking far away he is from tyria which is where lone tree is right now yeah they're like on opposite ends of the map we'll get there yeah don't you worry yes yeah, so this we year get we'll get there we will um, get there. So like let's get on to the next scene, why don't we? Okay, perfect. Um so it's been about a week since the ball. Um and or no, 3 weeks. It's sorry. It's been about 3 weeks since um since the ball that was held in Fenland's honor um for for him to try and find a a, a, a marriage match. Um and last week was your younger brother Sina's uh birthday, his 18th birthday. Um which is not like purpo- elves live to be about 200 at the absolute oldest. So that's kind of like him turning 13, 14 ish. Like, yeah. so it's, it's old enough that like he's in proper training mode. Like he's, he's almost, he's more or less considered an adult mm-hmm. in the same way that if you're 18 in, in human years, like, yeah, you're an adult, but like you're not like an adult adult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, uh, it's actually kind of a really special time. Um, uh, a thing that we haven't touched on about um, elven trees, the, the very important um, noble families, is each one has a weapon, an ancestral weapon. Um, or item. Uh, or item. I think most of them are weapons. I think mm-hmm. there's a couple of like cloaks and that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's, um, they're, they're extremely special. Um, they've been heavily enchanted. Um, the the like the basic bar line of like these items is like they don't break unless they were really like like they're the sort of thing that like you need to like heavily like be fighting with like a different enchanted weapon to like break like these are these are very unique items Um, and the breakwater family has a double spear it's a it's an unusual sort of it's a, it does, the weapon picks its wielder out of the family
3: and it doesn't pick every it every doesn't generation it doesn't either. pick
0: every generation. Um, but it also can pick, um, it can pick people who are, are, married into the family or adopted into the family. Like if you have the breakwater name, you basically have a shot at this every generation. Um, and now that Cinna, your younger brother has come of age, uh, your father kind of like, is like, all right, next week, next week we're, we're having the ceremony to see if the weapon chooses anybody. Um, and so, I feel like it's expected to be, and yeah, if anybody's yeah. gonna get it, it's gonna be Fenlon. is kind of yeah. the is kind of the vibe of the, the vibe of the the room, and so because Fen's a pretty good leader himself, I would think, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. been he's been trained more in politics than in war, but mm-hmm. he's he's well respected, he's well liked. Just because you and him have kind of a rocky relationship does not mean that he's unliked, yeah, or a bad person in right. general. Um, and so uh, your father, who is a He's, he's a he's a middle-aged elf. He's probably about a hundred now. And he's kind of like striding down the hallway. Um, and going down stairs after stairs. It's the lowest, deepest chamber of the castle. Are we following him? Um, yes. And you're following him in a specific order. is the eldest, so she's first. Followed behind behind her by Fenlin, And then Cinna. And then you at the end, because you're adopted. Yep. Um, and, um... Your father calls over his shoulder, he's like, I will go over it once more, just so none of you make any mistakes. Don't forget that it was your mother who last wielded this. You will treat it with respect. When it is your turn, starting with Vea, you will take the spear in your hands and you will say what comes to mind. You will tell the spear what you will use it for, what you intend. Do not overthink it. And you will know if you are chosen. We will go in order, and if none of you are picked, then none of you are picked. Perhaps, perhaps your spouses will be as lucky as mine. And um, he, uh, he opens a, a large iron-wrought door, um, covered in runes, um, which you know quite well. Um, these runes prevent um, anyone who's not doesn't have your family name from opening the door like if you were to touch it you'd burn your hand which you know because when you were a kid you didn't legally have the name just yet yeah. and you touched it and it burned your hand yeah. like, like two days later they'd signed the papers and like you suddenly had the name even though you were in the shade you went and touched it again and didn't get burned um, it was a very exciting moment for it was an exciting though. moment for you <laughs> yes um, so he takes you in and he then unlatches a large wooden box um, and uh, inside is the is the double spear. Can break in the middle. Can be wielded two handed. It's got a, a aspen shaft. Um, yeah, I like to think that there's remnants of bark on the shaft too. Yeah, that aspen bark. Um, because it was it the the shaft was made from <clears throat> trees in the grove that surround your home. Mm-hmm. The the blades, one on each end, um, are slightly hooked um, because they are reminiscent of of fish hooks, and they're made supposedly. It's hard how do you check this out at this point but like supposedly they're made of kraken bone but um to some degree it's these these items are ha, are so old and of kind of a myth to uh, particularly yours um, that they are it's hard to know what's true and what's false about these at this point yeah um so what is what is Brimgard doing while while his father um Ogrin is is Kind of setting up the ritual, like lighting candles and...
3: I think he's kind of mindlessly fidgeting. Like, yeah. I think part of him is, like, maybe I could get this, but almost 99% of him is, like, I'm just, you know, I'm just here for this ceremony. Right, right, right. I'm, right. I'm here to support my sibling. I'm here to support my family and, like, be here for this yeah. event. And, like, all I really want to do is get back out in the trading yard. Yeah. Like, I want to, you know, I want to just, like, you want go to get up, do something. You
0: want to get up on your horse, do cavalry runs, basically. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah
3: it's not passive because it's like you know I need to pay attention because I'm trying to support to be Ben or whoever yeah. and I'm, I'm just kind of waiting
0: yeah um, so, uh, you, so there's sort of like a circle of candles on the ground now and your, um, your father steps to the side and kind of like gestures with his hands towards the spear um, and the three, the, three, the three boys are on the outside of the circle and Veya steps in because she's the eldest and goes first um, she kneels um, and takes the spear in her hands, and she says, "I will protect my family." And she kind of like scrunches her face up, like maybe, like I don't know, maybe like maybe that's the right thing to say, and maybe it'll yeah. hurt. And like a couple like a couple seconds pass, and she stands back up, sets it down, and like steps out of the circle. And then Fenlin goes in, and he's clearly confident, like not not like he's not trying, he's definitely not being cocky, but there's definitely like a If anybody... It's gonna be me. (laughs) So, like, I gotta be ready. I gotta be ready. I gotta say the right thing. And he he, he kneels down, just like his sister, um, and, like, picks up the spear and says, I will defeat our enemies. And he holds it for a lot longer. But nothing's happening. And I think, like, it let... Everyone kind of waits for, like, 20 seconds.
3: Yeah, and I think... I think,
0: especially,
3: I'm, like, frozen watching this because... You know, it's taking so much
0: longer than I thought. And right, I'm right. Really nervous for him. Um, and then eventually, your father just kind of like, like coughs a little. Is like, <clears throat> If it doesn't choose you, it doesn't choose you, son. And like, Fenlon doesn't like. He's not like a brat about it. Yeah. But he is distinctly disappointed.
3: Oh, and I. And he like I sets would. it
0: down, and he kind of like, hangs his head a little bit, and like steps out of the circle. And then like Sinna looks at you, your younger brother. He's still not full grown. He's maybe barely five feet tall. He looks at you and he's, he like whispers, he's like, "What? I thought I was gonna." I just I just smile at him and I'm like, "This is you." Okay, okay, and like Sina, who's got like this curly black hair. Yeah. Um, which is, um, his hair is like really, really curly. Like your father has straight black hair. Yeah. Um, it was your adopted mother who had the curly hair, mm-hmm. so he looks the most like. So his he got mom. The jeans, yeah. He's got the jeans. He's got the jeans. Yeah. yeah, he got the he got the nice combo there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he kneels down, and he looks so small in that mm-hmm. circle. Like he looks really, really small. And he picks up the spear, and he says, "I will wield you well." And it and it's just a couple seconds and he like really quickly puts it back like he's just he almost didn't he didn't want it yeah and he steps out and I think uh
3: at this point uh Brim is kind of like uh you know like starting to get himself together to leave he's like he's like (laughs) looking at the he's like
0: moving towards the door and like I think Veya like grabs your arm and is like it's your turn uh son it's your turn
3: okay um and he's like, he's not really expecting that he's going to get a turn. He expected this to be
0: done after the second one, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just didn't. Did not go that way, right?
3: Um, uh, and he kind of approaches the. He approaches the, the circle and uh, gets on his knees and puts his hands out. And like, picks up the spear. Yeah, and he picks up the spear, and he goes. I will make a name for not only the family, but myself, and bring myself into the tree.
0: I want you to roll your race move. So, Sam has taken a fighter move as his uh, racial move for Alf. It's a fighter move called heirloom. When you consult the spirits that reside within your signature weapon, they will give you an insight relating to the current situation, I might ask you some questions in return. Roll plus charisma. On a 10 plus, the GM will give you a good detail. On a 7 to 9, the GM will give you an impression. So first of all, describe what this is like. Because what's happening is the spirits your ancestors in the spear are more or less tugging at your mind and your spirits to bring it closer to them so they can speak with you. Well, I think in my opinion, I feel like... um.
3: Oh man, how crazy do you want to get with this? Cause I got some crazy ideas. <laughs> Go crazy because right. this
0: is this also needs a visual component because yeah. it'll be very clear to everyone watching that it picked you.
3: Well, I think it, from Brim's perspective, yeah.
0: I'll I'll say that first.
3: Um when he consults the spirits, or when he says that, when he says, I will bring myself into the tree of breakwater. Mm-hmm. Um it's it feels like the weapon is like melting into his hands, but it's like a comfortable melting. Mm -hmm. It's not melting. Like he looks at it and it's not melting. And I think suddenly like, it's almost like one of those uh, really cheesy movie things where kind of like his head pulls back and like, it's like a zoom into his head or whatever for a vision. Yeah. And, um, he just like, hears like the rustling of like the Aspen leaves and like the distant ocean. And he's just Mm -hmm. like standing in like, the aspen grove is he standing where the palace should be yeah i think so yeah yeah i think he's standing in the aspen grove like where the palace like should be but it's not there he's like standing mm-hmm. basically on the edge of the cliff mm-hmm. and i think that um he sees like he sees people like elves yeah just kind of standing like standing there looking at him like various different elves Uh, you know, he doesn't see anyone specific, like his mother or anything like that, but he's like, you know, he sees them Mm -hmm. all standing in the grove kind of
0: looking at him. Yeah. Make the roll. And we can decide what it looks like on the outside in a minute. Okay. It's plus charisma, so... Uh, so that's gonna be an eight. Even with plus charisma?
3: Wait, no, sorry, a ten. Okay.
0: That's a big difference. Um... So, on a 10+, plus, the GM will give you a good detail. Uh, so, I think... I think the, the the people come closer. And, like, they're wearing, like, clothes from all kinds of different eras. Yeah. You know, like, so, like... I think are, they seem friendly. It's not they like... They do. They do. I think it is a little it's a little unnerving still to have like somewhere between like 60 and 200 people all moving towards you at once. Even if they're all kind of like smiling and like not being, not giving off threatening. I think
3: some of them are like a little huffy because like there's probably like a debate. There's definitely, yeah, there's definitely,
0: there's definitely some people who look like they just lost a vote. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, definitely. But there's also, there's also some people who look very pleased. Yeah. Um, I think uh, an older, sort of matronly-looking elf woman comes up to you. She's got, like, silver hair. Like, she's like, first one's a freebie, kid. What do you want to know? What is going
3: on right now? you picked. Oh, that felt like a bad question.
0: Yeah, it probably wasn't great. But I'll let you off the hook a little. We're not genies or anything. (laughs) We're family. Of Breakwater? Yes. Just like you. So, I'm chosen. Why me? Better answer. The answer we're looking for right now. It's not that your siblings didn't give good ones. Actually, it was kind of a good batch, really. Um, it's depending on the time. Do you it's... know anything about me?
3: Do you know that I'm, that I'm adopted? In the shade, Yeah. That's
0: not the important bit. The important bit is, I think we need you for the time that your family is about to go through. Someone who isn't going to be quite so bound by traditions and expectations. More of a free agent, so to speak.
3: I think he kind of takes a deep breath and goes,
0: I will not fail you. Certainly hope not. And they, like, start turning away to kind of, like, let you go. Like, you very clearly can feel like you're drifting away from them. Mm -hmm. And she, she turns back for just a second. She's like, Um, you do know that all magic comes with a price, right? That this isn't free? We have the accumulated knowledge of thousands upon thousands of years. That isn't free. You know this, right? What's the cost? you'll be here one day with us
3: i can't think of a place i would rather be i think that's the last thing he
0: says so i think you come come out and like we can get like a brief shot of you like still in the vision on the outside in like the physical material world um before you return from your vision vision um what sort of like I feel like... I, maybe it's subtle. Do you know what I mean? Would you yeah. rather it be subtle on the inside... On the on the real world? Yeah. Okay, so I think you... When you come back, all the candles have been blown out. And so the whole room's dark. And there's just, like, smoke going up. Um, and I think you... I think all that, like... Like, as you're, like, coming back, like... All you kind of hear is, like, the slamming of a door. And Sina going... <laughs> Finland, no wait, And like going out the door to like kind of chase him down.
3: Yeah. I, think, and I it's think. just
0: your And it's just your father and your sister and you in the room right now.
3: I think for a couple seconds I'm like just looking at the weapon. Yeah. I think I'm just like staring into it. And just like in just such disbelief. I, I don't think I move for like
0: at least two minutes. I think your father walks by and just says, we start training tomorrow. You and me personally and he like walks out and i want to be clear your father's overseeing you and Fenlon training with each other and with weapon masters yeah he has never once offered to train with you personally himself
3: okay yeah i think i don't think
0: i say anything
3: still i i just don't think that there any words could come out of brim's mouth
0: even if he tried i think i think veia just comes down and like kind of wraps her arms around you like just kind of like gentle hug of like Definitely I'm proud of you, and, like, this is good for you, but, like, it also sort of sucks. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you already didn't have a great relationship with Fenlon, and this is not going to help. <laughs> like, like, um, and she probably just says, do you need anything?
3: No, I, I think I'll just, uh, stay here for a little bit and think.
0: Okay. Do you want me to stay? No, it's okay. Alright, and I think she lights a candle before leaving as well.
3: Yeah, and I think that for a while I think he just kind of sets the spear in front of the candle and just thinks about it. And I think that um, for kind of the, the sake of the audience, I think that one of Brim's when I set out to make this character, one of his defining characteristics is how much he cares about his family and this place that he's come from. So the idea to him, the idea of spinning basically eternity in in the grove of Aspen on the cliff side uh, is almost like it just a an, and he gets on un- Valhalla yes exactly yeah. like, it's like it's like an un like it's a un unsurpassable honor mm-hmm. that like opportunity that he has and I think that like you know the way the way that the lady said it made it sound like kind of daunting but to Brim it's like you know this that, that's like his dream that's like the ultimate acceptance yeah so you know i think i think emotions just what why he's sitting there emotions run through him it's like
0: does he feel like he needs to like live up to the gift like does he does he feel like he got the like he got like the prize before he got he earned it
3: yeah i think so
0: i think he has a lot of
3: feelings i think like at first he's like you know fearful i think he's fearful of like you know what this is going to mean for him and fen Mm -hmm. and then i think you know then his mind is like well this is exciting because, you know, finally I've, you know, I've earned some sort of, but then he's like, I haven't earned it yet. Like I now, like now, now like, more than ever, even now I, I already really felt gotta like make big, I got
0: to make good. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> he's like now more than ever. Like I felt like I already had to, you know, give a justification for my weapon. And I think like when he holds, like even without, um, you know, consulting anything, I think when he holds the spear really hard, he can almost, like, feel, like, in a weird way, he can almost, like, feel and, like, hear, like, the, the leaves and the crashing of the waves, like, mm-hmm. when he grifts the weapon, like, yeah. like, really hard. And it's, like, I think it slowly comforts him until eventually I think he, he kind of gets up and then I think he just, like...
0: You still have to go about your day, man. Yeah, I think he just probably... <laughs> I think for the rest of the
3: day, you know, he probably just spins it in the training grounds trying to figure out how to use a spear. Yeah. Because he's trained
0: with a sword. His entire life. And also, like, I'm sure you've trained with spears, but, like, spear and shield on horseback. Like, Lance. Like, yeah. Like, that sort of spear. Not this weird, like, double-ended, can break into two things. Like, it's a very complicated weapon. It's not...
3: Yeah. It's, like, there's a lot to it. And he's, you yeah. know, he's just in the courtyard,
0: basically fumbling around with it. He's, like, in... he's I think He can't get, even figure I, out how to use it. I think we get two over-the-shoulder, like, shots of you doing that, which is one from your father's perspective... And it comes across as very, like, hawk-like. Very much like, oh, I see. Okay. I know what to do with this. And your brother, kind of from, like, this, like... I think we can see on his face that, like... As much as he wants to be furious, and he is, he can't fully... Like, this is not, like... I think, like, like, if there was any tension about, like... Are they gonna, like... Is this gonna turn into, like, an absolute blood feud? Are, like, relieved, but, like you can see that he is not happy. Oh, like, definitely. But it's not like, it's not like, you know, he's not out too, he's, to kill me. Yeah, least. you know,